gotta get it. You have to. I, I, I'm, buying, I'm buying everything. Cause I'm a hype piece, you know. How limited, bro? These are actually pretty fire, bro. And I'm the youngest flexer in the game. This is the In Hype Podcast. Don't believe the hype. Where Cali King talks entrepreneurship, manufacturing, marketing, and everything to dominate the physical product business. In the hype. Make the future and let's get into the show. Transform your product idea into a business reality. I'm Cali Keen and this is End Hype. All right, today we're going to talk about something that is special, near and dear to me, and so easily confused, so often confused. It's social media, it's media. Why do I have clients in my incubators, uh, in our coaching sessions? Why do I have them? start to build out content, build out media. Why do I say, hey, if you have a visual brand, you got to be on Instagram? Is it because they're going to make a million dollars in sales on Instagram? Is it because their LinkedIn profile is going to be in the top 3% and everyone's going to see it and love them and want to do business with them? Not really. That's not the point. That's the vanity. That's what people see as the vanity of social media. They don't understand the quality of building an experience and message honing, you know, they don't, they don't see the whole process. And that's what I'm going to lay out today. I'm going to lay out the four stages of what social media of really what communication can do for your business. So first of all, this is something I'm a big fan of is thinking in different modalities, right? So What we were talking about is linear thinking. People think I'm going to create an Instagram account, then I'm going to get five followers and 50 followers and 500 followers. I'm going to post once a day, and this is how much engagement I'm going to get. They're thinking in steps linearly. Real life doesn't work linearly. Real life works in completely natural patterns, right? You could post three times on Instagram and become famous. Like the one person that messages you after 10 tweets could be your next business partner or investor, you don't know, or nothing could happen, right? That's really not how it works. What we need to see is network effects, network thinking. So as we take action, those actions accumulate into a a much higher probability of opportunity. Action creates opportunity. So network thinking is the network effect is that it's not just one plus one, it's Every time that we do it, it's one plus two plus three plus four. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger as we go. So network thinking. We also need to think laterally, right? We're not solving the problem of creating an Instagram account for its own sake. There's no point in having it, right? The reason that we're doing it is for adjacent reasons, for new reasons that people don't often think about, right? But let's let's just use that baseline concept, right? You got to be known. Attention matters, right? Even even the even the gurus out there talk about this, right? If I don't know you, I can't do business with you, right? If if you don't pop up on my LinkedIn feed, I don't know that you exist. It's really hard to cut through the noise, even through a Google search, and find people, find competent people that exist out in the world. So by putting out content, you're at least putting your fishing pole, putting your fishing line in the water and somebody might take a nibble. But more often than not, like I get a call from a customer and they say, Hey, I've really been enjoying your content. I'm like, this guy's never even liked my post. That's, that's weird, right? Or 
I talk to a new person and then I can see that they hit my LinkedIn or they start following me on Instagram because that's the validity of the day. It gives you that social proof, at least that foundational layer that social proof can be built on, right? So that's the first thing, right? This is like pre-stage. This is like pre-pre. This is like before we even get to stage one. Just know like if you're not there, it's really hard to find you. It's really hard to find what you've done, what you're about. That's just the way that it is. The first thing people do is they search on social media to try to find you. They might not even go to your website. The second thing is people want to be on social media flexing with their like their Yeezys and their Rari and doing all those things. I mean, that's cool. I think it's, I like fast cars. I like sneakers just like everyone else, but that's not what it's about, right? Things are kind of silly, but that's not what it's about. When you post on Instagram, when I ask clients to, to post on whatever social platform, and we'll get to this, that they feel the most comfortable with, whatever that flows with them the best, they're like, oh, you know, I, I don't have anything to post. Nobody wants to listen to what I'm doing, or they feel like they're not there. They haven't arrived yet because they're, they're, they're thinking like that Lambo life. They're not thinking that the people that are going to be their advocates that are going to actually support them they want to see the behind the scenes. It's not about the flex. It's about the come up story. Everyone likes a come up story and entrepreneurs, this is like the one unifying thing across any industry that you have is that we all have a come up story. Some of us start here. Some of us start way down here, you know, but everybody has that come up story. Everyone has ups and downs. Their reality TV is much more interesting than what you see on TV, right? So, Let's just baseline those two things. But let's go to what social media actually does for us. Stage one. This is why it has been in my coaching programs and been in my incubators for years now is that putting out content helps us understand how to define and refine our message, our story, our brand, like who we are, not like as core core people, but to take that core personality, bring it outside and be able to relay it, relay what we're doing, why we're doing it. Our mission and our goals don't become private. They become a public, you know, a proclamation. And just like ideas, usually when people try to actually describe those things, describe what their story is, what they're actually trying to achieve, what they even offer as a business they find out that they can't, that the thing that was so clear in their head, it's fuzzy coming out of your mouth or, you know, it's fuzzy when you type it out because it is, it's, it's not formed yet. Once you start actually pulling that together and having to explain it to a lot of people, then you get the practice, you build that muscle, you know how to communicate on that pro level. It becomes clearer and clearer and clearer. And that's going to, just give you dividends through your whole career, not just for your side hustle or for your business, but for your life. You're going to know how to take an idea and turn it into a communicable message. Critical. If you don't do it, I hope you don't like sales. I hope you're not in charge of product development where you have to document things. I, I hope that you realize that entrepreneurship is not for you. 
because it's all about taking an idea and taking action. So that's just stage one. Those are the benefits that you get. Even if you get no followers, right, or barely any followers, you get stage one. You get better at defining, refining, and pushing out your message. So the stage two, that's really where we get to that audience. We start building those initial people that believe in you, that are interested in what you like. And what I've seen without fail is, yeah, first off, some of those are your friends. Some of those are random people around the world. But then more and more they become like the secondary influencer, like the guy that works for that influencer. Then they become the influencer or the business partner or the company that you want to work with. One of those dream customers that we fill out in the beginning and say, man, if I worked with Michael Jordan, my basketball camp sure would be, would be incredible. It would work really well. You're probably not going to get MJ, but you're going to get somebody that's, that is an influencer that's going to talk to you, feel like what you have to say is important because you've refined it, you've built an audience, you're legit. You have some legitimacy. So that's stage two. We're going to build an audience. I don't really care about the numbers. I care about the quality of that audience, right? I've seen people with only a couple hundred followers on Instagram make massive sales because the people who are in that audience were important. So stage three and we've seen this with the most. We just talked to the most. We saw this is that when she started refining her message and she started building that audience and, and talking to people, both online and in person, she became like an, an attractor. She started talking to people in real life and they were like, man, I want to join your team. She's like, well, I can't pay you. She's like, Great, perfect. When do I sign up? Well, I, I need help with this. I got that. Or I have a friend that's that. Or my cousin does this. People will be attracted to you because you have something to offer. They know what they're getting involved in. And uh, you're convincing. If you can't sell a partner, whether it's like a vendor or, some, or just an actual like first employee, if you can't sell somebody on joining your team, it's going to be really, really hard to sell customers and sell investors. That's just what we've seen across the board. And when you have that layer of legitimacy and you're really good at sending out your message, you'll see that you become attractive and team members are actually soliciting to join your team. Okay, stage four is when we have that audience and we have that team, we're able to do a lot of things that maybe aren't your, your initial idea, your initial product. Uh, we're, again, we're seeing this with we're seeing this with the most is that her audience is it's pretty sizable, but it's also very dialed in on who's following her and how they're listening. So her engagement's really high, uh, and what she's able to do is leverage that audience, right? So we've we've heard the numbers. Your email list is worth about a dollar a person per month, forever. Right, As long as that list is warm, that's how much money it could theoretically generate. But it's hard for physical product entrepreneurs to understand how they can make money with their email list because they're waiting until they have 100K to invest in a physical product. Uh, it's unclear to them how they can leverage Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn to make money. But where there is 
passion and a will, there's a way to make that make that go. There's brand deals. There's ways of getting people to go to events, co-sponsoring things. There's ways of leveraging that audience in an authentic and real way that creates more attention and creates that revenue that gets you to that next step, right? We talk about traction products a lot. So if you're not familiar with traction products, it's something that we teach in Red Blue Collective Innovate. Probably be putting out a podcast on this pretty shortly, maybe a a short guide giving you the the high-level view. But once once you do have that audience, and again, it doesn't need to be massive, but once you have that audience of people that you've communicated with that are on your side, you can create traction products, small products that solve their problems. And we've seen people do it with drop shipping, white labeling, information products, community products, all kinds of different ways that really aren't that big keystone, you know, capstone physical product that have created more trust, more engagement, grown their list and built revenue. So you can do all those things, but you definitely can't do them without social media. Uh, so this kind of brings you to the next, the next way of thinking about this is that, you know, at first you're thinking, I don't have a product, so I don't need social media. You're thinking about social media like it's pushing things out, like you're going to be pushing out ads on TV. That's not what we're doing. We're building a community, and then we're pulling, pulling information from that community to help build our business. We're engaging them to build that business. So it's one of these things where it would be really hard to run a modern entrepreneurial business, to run that kind of startup, you know, one to three person team business without, and it's free to start today. So the only thing that's stopping you is a mental obstacle of saying, oh, not yet. I'm not ready. I don't like talking on the camera. I, I'm not a good writer. I'm not a this. So you're putting those obstacles in place of something that you know if you're successful, you'll have to do. So if you know that if you're successful, that you'll have to do because you're going to run e-com or you're going to, you know, you're going to have to have a professional presence or any of those things, and there's nothing stopping you today except for yourself, you need to start. There's a lot of steps. There's a lot of steps where when I talk to people, the only obstacle to their success is that ego, right? They don't want to look weird to their family or friends. You're probably listening to this right now and being like, you know, uh, Callie's putting out some of this content. I don't agree with all of it, or I think some of it's stupid, or maybe this picture is cringeworthy, or maybe you love all of it, but probably not. But you know what? I have to get over myself and I have to put it out. I have to put something out and I have to keep putting it out because that's the only way that I get smarter I build my audience. It's the only way I am able to convey information in in a you know in a better way is by doing it. Okay, so if you know, if you acknowledge what I'm saying and you say there's nothing that's stopping me today from doing the thing that I know I have to eventually do, one I say it's better to start now. So when you have to absolutely have to do it, you're not figuring it out like the last minute, like, oh, I have a product and if I don't if I don't figure out how Facebook works, uh, I won't be able to launch. And then you're trying, to, you're trying to condense all that learning into a weekend. You can start today for free. So here, here are a couple 
actionable tips to take away. So we talked about the concept of why we should do it. We talked about the stages that its impact keeps scaling. But like, how do you get started? So here's, here's my best tip is there's a lot of platforms out there. You can choose to be everywhere. You can choose to be one place. But if you don't use social media at all, look at the different platforms and say, this is where my giftedness is, right? Oh, I'm a great writer, so I'm going to use this platform. Oh, I have photography skills or I have access to good photos, so I'm going to use this platform. Uh, there's, let's, let's just look at what each platform is for and handle some misconceptions about it. So what's really killing it for me right now is LinkedIn. LinkedIn, it's trying to make the platform a little bit more beautiful. So photos and video do pretty well. But what I like about it is people generally don't have like fake follows on LinkedIn. So if I get 100 views, they're 100 solid views, right? If I get 20 likes, they're 20 solid likes. If I get 500 views, that's fantastic. And, you know, our videos are getting 500 to 1,000 views. And I know that, that those are people that are either in my core group, in my industry, or really interested in what I do. And I know that because of the feedback that I'm getting. So it used to be that LinkedIn was a very kind of stodgy professional thing. And you'd post like your accomplishments on this contract today, but you're seeing more blogging, vlogging style content being posted on LinkedIn. And here's something that's a little bit less known is that you can write articles. If you're, if your giftedness is in writing, mine sure is not. You can write articles and submit them. They also have where you can submit presentations. If you've created a great presentation, you can post it up on SlideShare, which is a part of LinkedIn. It gets great SEO. It gets great response. Thousands and thousands of people can see it, and they're going to see that you wrote it. So there's lots of opportunity there in LinkedIn. But more importantly, it's kind of intent-based. So if you're trying to do something for that audience, you can get in front of decision makers that can actually give you results, right? So if you're even closely in the business or innovation space, take a look at LinkedIn, right? That being said, I love Instagram. Maybe it's just because I like looking through Instagram, but uh, in the past, Instagram has been very good to me running product businesses because it's so visual and the products that we have manufactured are so visual. They're very shared. We have pieces of content that have millions of views that have been shared through different meme pages. Um, understanding what what's works on Instagram is a constantly evolving battle. What I used to do two, three years ago definitely doesn't work anymore. And we're shifting and changing. But I like I like to be on like I like to be on Instagram either way. But if you take great photos, if you know how to write great headlines, even good copy, Instagram might be for you, right? It is very helpful in understanding that uh, those are the kind of images that might do well in ads later, right? Writing that little headline where you only get the two lines before people have to click more. If you can, if you can write something that's catchy, that's eye-catching there, maybe that's something a good skill to have for advertising in the future, understanding how to grab people's attention and draw them in. Uh, you know, Twitter, Twitter's still out there. To me, 
it seems more like a like shouting in a town town square where everybody else is shouting. But uh, I don't I don't tweet very much. But a lot of people that I work with they're very successful at it. So if you like the cadence of that platform, tweeting 10, 20 times a day, if you like really engaging that platform and that feels right to you, use it. Right? You don't have to be everywhere. Just pick something that works for you in the way that you want to work. If you want to, you know, be on your phone all day long and you want to dominate Twitter Gary V style, go for it. But if you want to tweet like every couple days and look at it, just forget it. You know, understanding the actual communication channel is super important. And then let's go to the the king, the king of them all, Facebook. So the biggest kickback I get from Facebook is that people are doing an innovation product or they're doing a B2B product. They're doing something that's business related. And they're like, eh, those people aren't on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, they are. Because there's some absurd like 2 billion users, 3 billion users on Facebook. Everybody is on Facebook. It's just they're in a different mindset when they're in there. So the same content that you're posting on LinkedIn may or may not work depending on your brand on Facebook. We're seeing that memes getting posted to business pages, that they're saying like, hey, this is Callie's normal profile and this is Callie's business profile. These look really different. They shouldn't look different. So people are even posting memes on their business page just because it gets lots of attention, attraction, shares, likes, because that's the voice of that platform. But if you use Facebook and you understand what Facebook looks like and you can be on that platform, trust me, your customers, I don't care who they are, they're on that platform because most everyone is. More than 50% of America is on Facebook. So like most likely unless you're in a very weird, weird industry, your customers are there. So take that excuse, throw it in the trash. Uh, If you like that platform, use it. If you don't like it, don't use it. But figure out a strategy that's going to work for you, for your authenticity, for your message, the way that you want to work. Set up a plan. Uh, We help people write out a little content calendar. We go pretty slowly Uh, developing content, writing that copy, writing that text isn't something that comes like instantly to people. It's a different skill. And that's why we're doing it today when it like doesn't really matter and where it's free to be bad, it's free to be wrong, it's free to figure it out. Instead of down the road where you're like, oh my God, there's an economic downturn and I need to get more attention. Oh, I I have a startup and I, I... Uh, One of my investors dropped out and I need to get more attention and funding. How do I do it? You know, when things strike and you need to be able to amplify your message, at least you understand the basics. So stop putting fake obstacles in your way of something that you know that you should do, that you have to do. So I hope that helps people, the business people, the entrepreneur people kind of get their head screwed on right about the purpose of social media. Talked about some of the major platforms. If you'd like to get into more things like why we're developing this podcast or what we do to still create a blog, what I do for Red Blue Collective, what I do for my other much more corporate business, message me. Okay? DM me. Let's talk. 
I am a hundred percent believer in this and uh, I've built a lot of revenue off of implementing these strategies and seen it. And we've helped a lot of entrepreneurs go from zero to six and seven figures using the backbone of this strategy to give them traction, to get them ready to make dollar one and then dollar 10 and then dollar, you know, X. So I get a lot of pushback from it, but let me know your thoughts. Email me, message me, or better yet, DM me on one of these platforms and let's talk. All right. This was the end hype podcast. We talked about social media. My name is Callie Keen and I'm out. Thank you for listening to the End Hype Podcast. Follow Callie on social at Callie Keen to stay up to date with a bunch of free content and information. Change your life and change the world. End Hype.